This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show, where each week we discuss best practices in the field of customer experience management. I'm Tom DeWitt, Director of CXM at MSU, and I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Bob Keitel, Vice President of CX of M and retired Global CX Executive with General Motors. Without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show. I'm Tom DeWitt, and I'm joined by Bob Keifel. Good to see you, Bob. Good to be here. And um, it's a pleasure to see Mark Hamill, who is uh, the co-founder and CEO of, is it Arcat Global? Arcat Global, yes. There we go. Absolutely. Okay. Glad I got that right. Well, that's it's tricky because it's spelled A-R-C-E-T. Yeah. Exactly. And I would say 50 to 60% get it wrong rather than the other way around. So yeah, it's uh, but call it whatever you want. It's All right. Fine. We, want we, we, we generally do. We generally do, but yeah, we want everybody to know the proper pronunciation. <laughs> so, so let's just get started. Let's dive in and talk about Arquette Global. Mark, um, can you just tell us a little bit about Arquette Global and what led you to create the organization? Cause you founded it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I suppose I've got a, a long answer to that. Um, just purely, I, I've been in customer experience my, my entire career, and um, as my career evolved, got into awards and events. Um, when I first started in Dubai, as we were talking before we just started, and um, set up my first company when I was in Dubai, and that was very much focused on events and awards in particular. And what we noticed is over over the years is that there were a lot of things that were value-added services that we could offer to the the companies that were being put forward as um, finalists and winning the awards or even the the judges and partners and sponsors involved in those events and actually the the critical mass was the was the the network that we created and matchmaking and really trying to offer um, services to them that they could really evolve and improve for the next year and that's where Arquette Global came from, which is awards, recognition, consultancy, events, and training. So it's it's an acronym of that, and and how we tie everything to the community that we've created, and and keep evolving that and, and connecting people to help them do better. So you you bring up your your awards program. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're hoping to achieve through the awards program? Yeah, um, well, I think primarily that when you think of awards everyone thinks of the, the actual sort of being on stage and the winning um, of a physical event. I think that's like the Oscar style. That's what everyone thinks when you think of awards. Um, of course, everyone wants to win when they get involved with our awards, but the way that we've done it, um, it is in such a way where it's very much about knowledge sharing. So for example, every company that's involved in any of our awards programs, they can see who they're competing against, watch the videos that they've submitted as well, so it's a hugely transparent process. Um, and then also all of our judges are independent as well. So we're not ones that, let's say, for example, are associated with a magazine or you know, we have a, an ulterior motive to award people. We don't actually do any of the judging ourselves. Um, so I would say it's, again, goes back to the, 
the foundation of why we set up Arcade Global. It's it's really to help people do better. So whether that's knowledge sharing, networking, the recognition they get, and or or everything, and it really is up to them what they get out of it. But I would say knowledge sharing is the main thing for us. That we've probably got the most case studies out of any company in the world when it comes to video case studies on customer experience in particular. Um, and that's something we're quite passionate about growing as well. So you you're you just mentioned. So are you are you focused on customer experience in your awards, or how? What's the size and scope of the types of award categories and entries, and is it global? That sort of stuff. Yeah, good question. Um, well, we have three customer centricity awards programs. We've got the European Customer Centricity Awards, North American Sister Event, and then we have the the World Series. Um, all of those are growing and um, year on year. So for example, um, the European awards and the North American awards, we expect to have between four and 500 people to attend those in September and October respectively. Um, and then the World Series, we actually just ran that for the first time um, in May just passed and that was 500 people attended that over the two days. So, uh, but we don't just focus on, on customer centricity, albeit that is the main part of our community that we're, we're building. We do offer our services, for example, um, with, uh, with running awards and conferences for other companies. Um, and we, we're running an organizational resilience awards for clients in the Middle East. Um, and then the other services that we have, uh, aside from the awards and conferences, are linked, I would say, to customer experience. So very much around talent management and, and customer-centric culture. So that's something that we're building out at the moment and got some great partners that support us on that as well. So how do you make sure that uh, the awards are seen as like legit, you know, like, oh, they just <laughs> they just bought the most advertising. So they won car of the year or whatever. You know, you hear these types of things in the award yeah. world. What, what is it that you guys do in that regard? Yeah, well, look, I've, over the years, I've had many people approach me and say how much to win. And um, <laughs> yeah, really? wow. it could be it could be as much as you want or as well as you want the, the best the best uh, entries win and um, which surprised a lot of people particularly when we were on um, certain awards uh, in my previous company but um main thing is i suppose we try to build armor with the process and uh, what i mean by that is we've got uh, certifications from universities and institutes at a non-profit institute called the customer institute who have endorsed our scoring methodology that it's fair robust and independently scored as well. So we've got two formal, um, well, we've got recognition ourselves on, on our scoring process. So that's one thing. Uh, we don't allow sponsors to enter our awards, which might sound bizarre, but none of our, none of our uh, sponsors are allowed to enter the awards. None of our entrants are allowed to sponsor the awards. So those are things as well. And then um, I think one of the things we do as well, when we talk about building credibility and support is for what we're doing is we we just have like judges that would be able to lean on um just to say what they've the process they went through as a judge and just gives a bit of confidence for the the entrance just to to know that it is a fair process um, and then we've got all the case studies as i mentioned so they can watch the videos of previous entrants and know that it's legit so there's a few things that we're we're doing but that's something we're absolutely the backbone of any of the, the events that we do and um, it has to be there because I think we're in the sort of 0.001% of how, how we do things from a 
fairness perspective. It would, it would seem like you wouldn't have a sustainable business if you didn't have that credibility factor. I don't know. I, I think that there's something for everybody. I think that there's, there's definitely a market for people paying to win. I, I, I really do believe it, but it's, we're, there's definitely a market for what we're doing in terms of trying to be the, the industry leader and to be the awards in the regions that we operate in. Um, but there's definitely people that just don't want the hassle of, like, I know I'm going to win and, and pay for it. There's definitely people that want yeah. to do that. So, and I think if that's someone else's business model, that's fair enough. Um, it's not something I would get involved in, but I think there are definitely companies that value that. And particularly if it's, let's say, an advertising company that um, runs a magazine and you know, they, they want to give something back to their customers. And that, I think that's fair enough, but um, there's definitely... It, it, it's less sustainable than it was because I think a lot of that relied on the big event as well, um, which did, didn't actually have any content. It was just, here's the winners and a speech from mm. one of the members of the team. Um, whereas ours is all about the content. So that was quite mm. easy for us to, why it was quite easy for us to go online um, because we were, it, it was all about the content. Um, but those, those events where it was, you know, it's just about the, the event and the, the good fun, like the dinner and the awards being passed out, I think mm. they'll struggle and um, even post-COVID. So Mark, you mentioned the, the World Series. What, what makes that different than the North American and European awards? Well, it, it is a bigger event, or it certainly should be. <laughs> it was like mm. it was bigger the mm. first time we did it mm. compared to this, the, the regional events. Um, but really, it's, it's, it, it involves so many other regions like as i mentioned i've spent a lot of time in dubai so we've got a very large network in the middle east and um, so we've got quite a lot of entries from there or uh, we've got partners in, in asia so in, and in our network that's we've got entries already coming through from there so particularly from singapore um, so it's really just that it gets a much broader audience we've got the judges that are coming from both of the regional events that are lending their time and support for that event as well and then some judges from other parts of the world um, but even it, we, we were surprised we didn't do much marketing there but we got quite a few from Africa uh, first time around as well which was great um, so it's just the, the global appeal of it and seeing what c competitors are doing in, in other parts of the world and, and learning from one another Do you have challenges um, comparing uh, across regions because um, sometimes marketing approaches are so different based on mm -hmm. the local culture and so how do you know if one is better than the other yeah it's it's a good question and, and one that comes up quite often so we really rely on our judges to to come up with you based on their experience and what they think is best but also that what we're looking at is that a specific project initiative or campaign so we're not looking at the company as a whole or even um necessarily a full strategy for example it's it's more about you know what what was the, the business context or rationale and um, in the planning phase why did, uh, how did you implement it and who was involved and then the results and the judges can see through that you know if the results don't match with what the actual steps were to get there then that's that's a problem and vice versa you know if you're not putting results in but you've got this great story up to the results then maybe it's probably not actually happened the way that you're um, you're saying so and there's two steps as well so there's the written submission and then the video and video submission comes 
later after they've received the judges' questions. So it's very much reliant on the judges to make their mind up on that one. And it is definitely a challenge um, for them to do. But I think when you when you use the, the, the experience of the judges, they certainly can make the, the, the right decision. So I know you've got the North American and European awards um, coming up soon. Can you give us some idea of what we can expect based on uh, the award entries? Yeah, um, well, for both events, we're, we've grown about 50% on last year. I think last year was very challenging um, for us, like mainly, mainly for the, the, so many people left in their companies that were in a customer experience role. Um, so we had this great party that we were expecting you know people were we'd already booked the hotels and you know in budapest and then we had one booked in dallas so that was um that was challenging at the time but we went virtual it opened up the whole new market as well so got quite a lot from south america for example for the north american awards and this year it's grown each event's grown about 50 percent and so it's i would say there's more the more breadth in terms of the industries involved last year it was more and financial services, telcos, technology, some retail as well. But this year it's really opened up. There's a lot of SMEs. They're getting involved. A lot more um, consultancy companies and agencies are including their clients in there as well. Um, so it's more breadth, I would say, in terms of um, ideas and what's worked over the last year. So it's obviously going to be a very different year with the, the stories that people have to tell because of COVID. Um, but yeah, there's certainly more entries, more diverse, I would say. So maybe COVID aside, or maybe not, but um, what patterns have you noticed in terms of customer-centric business practice uh, since you've begun doing these awards? Any trends? I think that there's a reliance on on data, um, even more so than was mm-hmm. before, because they, they have to not just, you know, the data, the, the way they get data and, and analyze it is quite different for many organizations and um, but also really focusing on people uh, they really have to focus on people and I think for me is like sort of a um, let's say demographics outlook I think there's going to be a real challenge and um, issues with labor over the next 10 years um, and it's just really been a bit of a catalyst for it um, in terms of what's happening now so I think a real focus on tal- recruiting talent and retaining that talent um, and and yeah, just getting the best out of their people is definitely something I see as a core focus. And, and certainly in the, the customer-centric culture ones or the employee what employee experience categories that we get entries from, that seems to be at the core. Um, many of them are doing well-being, um, well-being initiatives running within the company that are going to be permanent or you'd like to think would be permanent going forward. Um, and I think, that's, I think that's certainly something that's going to go... I think it's here to stay. I really do. And people have to look at companies have to look after their people. Otherwise they can go. And even with the economic challenges. So I think those are the things that are. So, so um, just to clarify this a little more for my small brain here, like I'm thinking, (laughs) yes, there's big data and there's all these analytics and everything's like almost real time and all this. Yeah. But you're, you're saying the, the winners in customer experience are still with the human touch, including with their own people. That's yeah. what you're saying, right? I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I think so. I think there's definitely been a, a, a lot of people investing more money in um, 
how to analyze the, the new trends that are coming through. But ultimately, it all comes back to people. They're, they're finding that that is the biggest challenge. And so I, I, I certainly think that that's, you've hit the nail on the head, Bob, really. And so in, internal customers, you look after them. And I know it's an old, an old cliche, but it really is the case. You know, there's, I don't know what it's like in the States at the moment, but there's lots of retail and um, hospitality outlets that can't even get staff. You know, that's that's yeah, same. Sign that, mm-hmm. yeah so that's just one or two industries and i think it, even as you go into the corporate world i think it's it's going to be shortages and that so making sure people are looked after is absolutely strategic when it comes to customer experience customer centric culture so i know we, we we haven't really addressed this directly can you give our listeners some insights into what the different award categories are so they might get a sense of um what they want to to what category they may want to enter yeah absolutely so we, we would have around 15 categories for each of the awards so give or take and um, i think the, the world series has 14 the regional ones have 15 or 16 and um, but it, it goes from customer-centric culture and customer experience strategy, you know, sort of more holistic viewpoint. And you've got employee experience and customer experience measurement, customer insights, um, to name a few. And, and then there's there, we don't actually focus on industries because it is based on project initiative or campaigns. So it's very much about, about the, t- the types of initiatives they'd be putting forward. And... Um, but it's, it's quite wide ranging, let's say, but some of them are more detailed than others. Contact center as well, for example, you know, it's quite niche within organizations. Um, but I can certainly send them or post them on the, on the post on LinkedIn that you put out. Yeah, if you would, just can you talk a little bit about what the application process is? Because I'm sure people listening might think, oh, yeah. you know. And I want, I want inter- one of those. Yeah, and in terms of business, you know, you're thinking, yeah. if I win one of these things, <laughs> oh, can, man. I, can I promote it? You know, do you allow yeah, people yeah. to promote it? And that, can you talk a little bit about the application process and whether you can then leverage it if you win? Absolutely, yeah. So um, very simple application process. So every company has the ability to enter up to three categories for free. Um, so three categories completely of their choice, depending on what they've been working on. Once they submit that, it's the shortlisting then occurs. And if they are shortlisted, they can then... Um, get involved depending on how many people they want to bring but they would be able to purchase passes for the event and that would include uh, not only the pass for the event but the benchmark feedback reports against where they were against their competitors in each of those categories Mm. which includes the judges comments and suggested improvements and and then also that would include their finalist uh, logo that they can share or winners logo and if they do win they can also get the trophy so that's all included for a thousand dollars for the, the lowest rate range for three people and mm-hmm. um, so there's no extra cost for the for example if they win and trophy getting sent across them so at the moment for example we're getting we've got the trophy sent across to our winners from the world series and they're posting themselves with the trophies which mm-hmm. is quite cool uh, on linkedin over the last couple of weeks so so uh so do you have a uh, any spec like you you have to submit something and if it's a video it can only be three minutes long like i don't want to get too into the details but how do you constrain the really eager people who want to just send you a hollywood production <laughs> well that's fine too i mean no that's the process is the, the first stage is 
is written submission. So that is a 2,200-word document. As I said, Bob, you know, it's um, the planning, implementation, and results. So those are the three main stages. Um, and the criteria are quite clear once they, they were to review the document, for example, um, the entry form. And then once they have submitted that, the shortlisting has happened, judges have scored the written submission. The judges would ask questions based on the submission. And then they would produce a, a video presentation of 15 minutes and, and then also a five-minute Q&A specific for answering the judges' questions. So it's like 20, minute, 20 minutes of video production. And I would say the quality is getting better, not quite Hollywood production. That's mm. not what we're looking for. We're looking yeah. for content. But it has helped that we've got these examples to share with them that from case studies from previous years because then they can see, well, actually, that was a good one from last year. Um, so that, that's really helped with the, the quality moving forward. Bob, I'm starting to think you and I should enter for an award. Mm. I'm sure. I'm sure that I'm sure there's a category of best talkers. No, no. I was no. looking down the list and I'm like, well, no, no. customer experience no. wizards, right? That's, yeah, that's, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Word, word, word spinners, word spinners. <laughs> so um, now you've got all of our listeners intrigued. Uh, where should they go online to learn more about um, about the the awards, the award process, and how they can enter? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the best one would be the World Series. That's the next one that people can in get involved in. So customercentricityworldseries.com um, is, is the one I would recommend. Um, but certainly you can, um, I'm sure you'll share my details or my LinkedIn. Yep. Anyone's welcome to get in touch with me directly if they have any questions. So but yeah, customercentricity worldseries.com is there. Boy, that's quite a URL. How'd you pull that off? Wow. I like that. I like Nobody well, took it. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. There'd be a mad rush to get all were, the customers. Were, were, you, were, you, were you a little surprised that was available when you went to buy it? Or? Well, I think that World, you know, World Series is quite obscure, I suppose, with anything that's true. other than baseball. baseball. Or, that's a good point. Related. That's um, true. And then customer centricity. I think for the last two years, I've been talking about it more than customer experience purely because yeah, I think it's yeah. the end goal ultimately, um, which is what we're trying to yeah. help people achieve. So, 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 so Mark, can you be honest with us? Um, didn't you actually, didn't you actually want to call it the customer centricity world cup and that URL wasn't available. So you flipped it to world series or I would love I mean, you, are, you are European. You. No. I, look, I can be completely <laughs> honest and say, uh, you know what? We did talk about it. I was going to say, is it European? Yeah. How do you ever think World Series? That's very American. That's my uh, my business partner marketing head. Okay, marketing head. But it was I did mention like why World Series, not World Cup. Yeah. And he right. doesn't like football. He doesn't like football. Either. <laughs> well, there you go. Sorry, he doesn't like soccer. <laughs> so maybe, but I have to say, believe it or not, it was started. the The absolute seed of this idea was that we were going to have a Ryder Cup style. Event oh, oh, cool! Of, with the that, Americans against the Europeans, right. that was that the original cool. plan. But then we thought that was a bit too male dominated, so we yeah. just decided, yeah, uh, World Series a bit more uh, well, open. Well, Bob, I'm gonna uh, as soon as we're done with this interview, I'm gonna jump online and see if um, customer centric uh, World Cup is available as well. I think <laughs> we'll launch go. our own awards. I feel like <laughs> just just the fact of mentioning it, probably we have to pay somebody a hundred dollars. Right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Every Tom and Bob show, about... you know, incorporated, yeah. just went in debt. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's your new one. Yeah. <laughs> You're redirected to 
Thanks, well, well, Mark, thanks so I'll much. Bet, um, and uh, look forward to having you back on the show. In fact, it would be really cool. Um, maybe what we can do the next time we have you back, have it after the awards have been an, announced, maybe have a couple of your winners uh, join us Absolutely. on the show to talk about, about um, their practices. That would be awesome. Can I squeeze in one last yeah. question? Because I just think the whole idea of awards are just naturally appealing and also these case studies are just so educational for people. So is there, um, uh, where can people go to see case studies from before just to, just to soak in the excellence? Yeah, absolutely. So it's, um, it's uh, archaicglobalexperienceportal.com. So I can send you that as well. So you've got that for your, your listeners. They can sign up for free and get access to the content. I think I sent it to you, Tom, just have a yep. quick look at a few weeks ago. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll send that through as well and then maybe put that in the, the link under the post awesome well this has been fun um thank thanks again for being on on the show mark um we'll we'll definitely have you back following both uh, north american and european awards to uh, talk a little bit more about the award winners brilliant that'll be great no thanks very much for inviting me both of you and really nice to meet you and finally bob. bob as well so same here i appreciate yeah, it well known bob's very well known in certain uh, circles we can't, you know what actually yeah. just by having this uh show we cannot win an award right exactly yeah because we're endorsers we're, we're endorsing it yeah we're linked no we're no linked. You, like the judges just <laughs> the judges i can't get involved but yeah you know as long as the judges aren't linked, it's a great experience a, a great excuse for not winning tom yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah. We chose Montana. We knew we'd sweep. We'd sweep all fifteen categories. Best, best, yeah. Customer experience radio show. That's yeah, it. there you go. There you go. A really <laughs> narrow category. We might be able to win. <laughs> well, thanks again, Mark, and uh, listeners. Thanks uh, for tuning in for another episode of the Tom and Bob Show. We look forward to having you uh, back again next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tom and Bob Show. If you enjoyed the podcast. Please tell your friends and share it on LinkedIn and Twitter. If you have any ideas or suggestions for future podcasts, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. After all, you're our customer. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.